Hi friends, my name is Jody Sweet and I'm a life coach and spiritual director traveling the country with my family in an RV as we seek to discover the joy in the journey. I've been studying the Bible for over 20 years and I freaking love it. Now I'm sharing it with you in hopes that you will discover that you do too. Let's start by making this space ours. Take a few deep breaths as we settle into the truth that God is present with you. Not only is he present, but his spirit is within. It is at the core of who you are. He is ready and willing to whisper into your soul the truth of his love for you. Father God, protect this space for my friends. Keep the distractions at a minimum and give them the desire to pursue you and what your word has for each of them today. Amen. Today we're talking about love, 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 and probably the most famous of all Bible verses, which is found in 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak in the tongues of men or angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all the mysteries and all the knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I have to the poor and give my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. So clearly love is a big deal here, right? And duh, love is everything. I mean, if you spin it out for a second, you realize that being loved and loving others is the foundation of all of us. I think we as humans get that in theory, but the inspired writer of 1 Corinthians, who happens to be our buddy Paul, is getting specific for a reason. Not only is he getting specific for a reason, but he's being specific to a specific group of people, which in this case was the church at Corinth. But as a dear pastor of mine once said, it might not have been written to us, but it was written for us. Not many of us are holding up speaking in tongues or being able to prophesy as the be all end all of the Christian experience. But that was something the church of Corinth was specifically struggling with. It was like, if you don't speak in tongues, you're a fraud. You don't really know Jesus. And clearly that's not a thing most people believe nowadays. But what if you took Paul's point and what he was saying and filled in the blanks with our modern day false piousness? Like just because you talk like you know Jesus, but you don't have love, you've got nothing. Or just because you volunteer on Sundays or Wednesdays or whatever, but you don't have love, you're missing the point. Whatever it is, you can fill in the blank with anything that has become a legalistic act. And the crazy part is speaking in tongues is good. Prophesying is good. Serving others, good. What makes a good gift a legalistic act is when it is done without love. So what is love? Well, Paul is happy to tell us. And I bet all of you could recite along with me the first at least couple lines. Ready? Here we go. Love is patient love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no records of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Now, Paul was not writing a wedding sermon when he wrote these words. 
but I don't think I've ever been to a wedding where this has not been read, and it usually makes me cry. It's so beautiful, and there's so much hope for what the future holds. Yes, every bride and groom thinks as they stand up there at the altar and gaze lovingly at their person. This is the kind of love I'm going to give and receive. And every heart resonates with the truth of it. And yet, seven years in, and you realize that, that is effing impossible on a standard you will never be able to reach. So how can love like that be both a truth that our hearts recognize and an effing impossibility? It's like the donkey with a carrot on a stick, perpetually out of reach. And yet without it, we've got nothing? Well, here's the deal. The love Paul is talking about here is agape love. And it's very important to take that into account when attempting to apply these verses to our lives. You might have heard this before, but... In the Greek language, which is what our modern day translations were translated from, there were four different kinds of love. Eros, storge, philia, and agape. Eros is sexy love. Stroge is family love, like parents and kids or brothers and sisters. And philia is friend love. But agape love is perfect, unconditional, sacrificial, and pure. It is the divine love that comes from God, which is fleshed out (laughs) in the form of Jesus. Maybe a better translation of 1 Corinthians 13 would say this. If I speak in the tongues of men or angels, but do not have Jesus, I am only a resounding gong or clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all the mysteries and all the knowledge, and I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have Jesus, I am nothing. If I give all that I have to the poor and give my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have Jesus, I gain nothing. Well, what does it mean to have Jesus? Well, I think Jesus himself sums it up pretty well in Matthew 11, 27 through 30. And this is from the message version. And it specifically says that he spoke tenderly here. So as I read this, hear it with all the tenderness with which he speaks it to all of us. The Father has given me all of these things to do and say. This is a unique father-son operation, coming out of father and son intimacies and knowledge. No one knows the son the way the father does, nor the father the way the son does. But I'm not keeping it to myself. I'm ready to go over it line by line with anyone willing to listen. Are you tired? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. To have Jesus means you have a way to understand God. Not only that, but having Jesus means he is giving you an example to learn from. And you learn from him when you walk with him regularly. And that's where you learn for yourself that Jesus is patient. Jesus is kind. Jesus does not envy. He does not boast. He is not proud. Jesus does not dishonor others. He is not self-seeking, nor is he easily angered. And he keeps no records of wrongs. Jesus does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Jesus always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Oh, I just said Jesus a whole lot right there. Because it's all about Jesus. Because Jesus is the visible expression of the invisible God who is agape love. 
And when we spend the time learning Jesus's ways for ourselves, something mysterious and powerful happens. You begin to walk in his ways too, but it's not out of your own abilities, but out of his. Trying to love people out of our own abilities is the impossible no effing way of love. We are selfish and conditional and have a false narrative we are living out of because of our experiences. But Jesus has none of that and he's willing to share it with us. So let's practice right now. I'm going to read the love is list again and I want you to pick the one you are struggling with. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. So which one did you pick? Did you pick it because you're struggling to show someone love in that way? Okay, cool. But now what we're going to do is I want you to ask Jesus to show you how he loves you that way. For example, if the word that came to mind was patience because you're struggling to, to love someone with patience, ask Jesus to show you how he is patient with you and ask him to show you how he loves you that way. I want you to just pause here and spend a few minutes in this with Jesus. Allow yourself to experience his love for you in one of these ways. Once we experience Jesus's love for us, we need to claim the truth of his words in Matthew. He says, walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Let him teach you how to love others like that. This is work that is done within your spirit, which seeps out to your soul and finally to your physical self, like we talked about in Flawless, which was a couple episodes ago. Trust that if you ask him to teach you, he is, and that you are being changed from the inside out. In the meantime, keep walking with him and watch how he does it. 1 Corinthians 13, 8 through the lens of agape love says, Jesus never fails. And Jesus himself says in John 14, 12 through 14, the person who follows me in faith, believing in me, will do the same mighty miracles that I do, even greater miracles than these because I go to be with the Father. For I will do whatever you ask for in my name. Learning to love like Jesus is completely in line with who he is, which means that he will respond positively to your desire to love like him if you are willing to experience it for yourself through him first. Spend a few beats sitting in this truth and then I'll pray for us. To love like Jesus does means to learn it from him. And as Matthew 19, 26 says, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Loving like Jesus is possible, but only with his help, which comes when we're walking with him. Jesus, thank you for showing us the way and being so generous with what you know. I pray that each one of my friends experiences this in new and deeper ways and that their understanding of love grows stronger from the inside out. Amen. Thanks so much for listening to Live Idlewild with Jody Swee. If you're hungry for more, consider joining my Patreon community where I host live discussions, share weekly verses to help us keep walking, and offer bonus content not available anywhere else. Just head on over to www.patreon.com backslash Jody Sweet. Until next time, my friends, may you live in the love and joy of Jesus 
and allow it to grow wild within you until it overflows to others.